Greetings, boxing fans. Thank you for the download, and welcome to the latest installment of the 12 Round News Podcast. I am your host, Rick Evans, and today's episode is a preview of Saturday night's lightweight title fight between world champion Jorge Linares and the fighter who many believe is the best fighter in the world pound for pound today and current junior lightweight titleist Vasily Lomachenko. Now, if you've taken the time to download this podcast, you're well, know, you're well aware of the reputation and accolades of Lomachenko. But just in case, the two-time Olympic gold medalist is 30 years old and has a record of 10 wins, 1 loss, and 8 knockouts. Champion Linares is 32, with a record of 44-3, and with 27 KOs. This is a matchup of the boxer Linares, and, well, I don't think people know quite yet what to call Lomachenko. Um, he boxes and throws punches from odd angles, but can also come in and lay some leather with effect with effectiveness with body punching. So we'll call him a boxer puncher for now. And as he progresses in his career, we'll, we'll, we'll fine tune that. But he can do a bit of everything. Uh, a lot of the experts are talking about Lomachenko with a sense of amazement. Um, very high on most people's pound for pound rankings. Uh, the Fight Game on HBO has him at number one. Uh, various other publications and internet websites have him, if not number one, in the top three. Some have Terrence Crawford, some have Triple G. Um, that seems to be the three horse race, but a lot of people are taking Lomachenko as the best in the world right now. Um, if the phrase 21st century fighter hasn't been overused and done to death just yet, I am going to throw that in here right now for Lomachenko. He seems to be someone with skills that we haven't quite seen before. I think he's part Nassim Hamed, he's part Floyd Mayweather, but he can hit like a son of a gun too. So he's he's got a lot of that it factor, and I'm going to touch more on that it factor here in a little bit. Um, looking at the fight, on ESPN, there were 14 experts polled as to who they think will win the fight. 12 experts picked Lomachenko, while only two sided with Linares. Out of 8,780 votes on ESPN's online poll, 77% of us regular boxing fans picked Lomachenko, 60% of them picking Lomachenko to win by knockout. 13% say Linares wins by decision, and 8% say Linares shocks everyone watching and scores the knockout himself. The amazing thing looking at the fight is the, you know, when you want to look at fights, when you're trying to analyze who's going to win a fight and why, there's things that we all, as, as fight fans, look at. For me, if it's if it's heavyweights, I, I, I see who's closer to that 30 to 35-year-old range. If you're in that ballpark as a heavyweight, I, want, I, I see that and go, they're in their prime. They're, they're really clicking. There are exceptions to that rule. Mike Tyson comes to mind. Floyd Patterson comes to mind. But most heavyweights seem to be in that maybe maybe I'll say twenty eight to thirty five. If you're in that range, I'm, I'm thinking you're at the, your your peak. If you're below heavyweight, you're getting into the middleweights, welterweights, and and as for Saturday night's fights, lightweight title fight. I think you got to be in your twenties. I think you have to be anywhere from twenty to twenty nine. If you're still on the light side of thirty, I, I think you're at your peak. It's a little different with Lomachenko. Lomachenko is 30 years old, but he only has 11 pro fights. Typically, if we were looking at somebody and they were 30 years old, had 11 pro fights, you would go, why could that be? They got started awfully late. Then you go and do the research about Lomachenko and you realize as a two-time Olympic gold medalist, think about that for a minute, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and an unbelievable amateur record of 397-1. and I didn't misspeak. That's not an error. 
397 wins, one defeat, and he avenged the one loss. So I've I've researched and found that he avenged that one loss twice. And you know, and then looking at that number, that's 398 amateur fights. I really want to know someday why he didn't do two more just to get it to an even 400 number. But we'll we'll ponder that one another day. Um. So even if you look at Lomachenko's record and and his age and everything else, you look at the amateur record and go, okay, maybe that makes up for it a little bit. I mean, having somebody with only 11 pro fights as your top pound-for-pound fighter, I think that begs some questions. But again, almost 400 amateur fights, two Olympic gold medals, I think he's in the conversation. For someone to call Lomachenko the best in the world is, is... is not a stretch, but we're going to come back to that pound-for-pound pound debate again here in a little bit as well. Um, he also, the, the fighters he's defeated, we would see uh, Grillamo Rigandau, Nicholas Walters, and Gary Russell Jr. are the three names that jump out on his on his card. Linares has a more of a record that you would look at and go, okay, Linares at 32 is you look at his record and you go, okay, that's about what I would expect him. With 47 fights on his record, you kind of go, okay, that's what I expect out of the world champion is 44 and 3. Um, his three losses were by knockout, but those were in excess of six years ago. So it's been a while. He's been undefeated for the last six years. So he's looking great. And for his part, defeated the likes of Rocky Juarez, Jesus Chavez, Kevin Mitchell, and in his last fight, Maestro Gestra. So, and if anybody knows who that last one is, I saw his record. He, the record looked pretty good, but I don't think I could pick him out of a lineup. But I digress. Great record, and somebody may know very well that he's an excellent fighter, but I think I got his name wrong. But that record, he was about 33-1 and one himself. So he's fought some names. And Rocky War is a former Olympian. He's, he's fought some names as well. Uh, the Vegas odds makers don't have a lot of faith in in Jorge Linares, listing him at a plus 725 range. To me, that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. A very good, solid world champion who, again, hasn't lost in over six years is going to be competitive against everyone, including Lomachenko. Both fighters came in at 134.6 pounds earlier today. I'm recording this on Friday night. So both fighters came in at 134.6 for the weigh-in. And Linares has a one-inch height advantage. So what makes everybody so sure, and you heard about the way I was talking earlier, that Lomachenko, was just, this is going to be an easy fight for him. That this yeah, he's just going to roll in here and take a title from a, from a person who's been the lightweight champion for a number of years now. What makes you? What makes everyone so sure Lomachenko is going to win? It's that it factor. It's that the crazy angles, the defense, the combination punching. It's not something people typically see. And in Lomachenko's last fight against now, it's funny. It was uh, Rogundiao is how it's being pronounced now on TV. Uh, Jim Lampley. I'm, I'm going to rely on Lampley to to take Rogundiao. But is also a two-time former Olympic gold medalist. So that that fight that most of us watched on ESPN a few months ago, um, he made Rogundiao quit. He made him look terrible. He he made him look like he didn't belong in the same ring, and that spoke volumes to the level of talent that everyone sees in Lomachenko. So, um, comparing that to what they see as a very good champion in Linares. Um, he does everything very well, but nothing that jumps out to you with that it factor, that very special trait that he's got all this fantastic 
power, this fantastic speed, this fantastic chin. He's going to need that. A fantastic head move. Anything. There's nothing that comes out and goes, wow, he's got this. Whereas Lomachenko, you think of his defense, you think of his hand speed, you think of his power, you think of his ability to go to the body. And you and most people, most experts, have that wow factor when it comes to Lomachenko. So when you sit back and look at it, you go, okay, who's going to win? Who has the advantages? They're relatively the same size. This is the first fight at lightweight for Lomachenko, moving up five pounds. He was the 130-pound world champion uh, prior to this move up to lightweight division at 135. And Linares has been at this weight for a bit, and he has a lot of professional experience, but we touched on already how the amateur experience of, of Lomachenko seems to, in a lot of people's eyes, balance that a little bit. So, um, I do think the odds makers are taking a very, very big risk in making Linares this big of an underdog. Um, however, I do think they have the right fighter as the favorite. To me, it's about a 60-40 proposition. I think the the fighter that should win is Lomachenko. So 60-40, I'm, I'm going to go with Lomachenko. Um, he has the tools to make Linares miss and land his own shots coming back. The big question is, will Lomachenko have the power needed to effectively hurt Linares enough to keep Linares honest, keep him from thinking more about the, well, ensuring that Linares is thinking more about the incoming than getting his own offense off the ground. That's what happened with Regundiao. He's more concerned about where are these punches coming from? Oh my gosh, they hurt. And what am I going to do about it? And when he realized he couldn't do anything about it, he quit. For Linares to win, he needs to make it a little bit more of a rough fight. He, in my view, he's the he's the naturally bigger man. He's the guy who's been at lightweight. He needs to force Lomachenko to feel the difference in weight class, be the bigger man, and not into a game get into a game of uh, of a standard boxing match with pot shots and and trying to do that because the defensive skills of Lomachenko are really going to ensure, in my view, that that's a losing game plan for El Nino de Oro. Linares is not known as being the, the type of fighter who can execute that physical game plan, it's not his strongest asset. I'm not saying he can't do it, but I think if he were to pick how he wanted to fight to be at his best, he would do a similar game plan to Lomachenko, but I think Lomachenko is better at executing that boxing game plan than Linares is. We're going to find out Saturday night if that opinion is true, but that's my that's what I've seen. That's what I believe is going to be the case, and now that will play out. Um, so I am picking Lomachenko to win by a wide margin. I'll put a number on it. I want to say 117, but I'm going to go 117, 111. Maybe I'll give Linares a little more credit and say 116, 112. That would be eight rounds to four. Um, I think we'll be right in that ballpark. I don't think Linares will quit. I don't, I think this Nomaschenko streak uh, won't continue. I think Linares has, has he's too proud for that. He has too much heart for that. So I don't think Linares is going to quit on him, but he's going to have a really, really tough time finding and dealing with the, the next level skills of Lomachenko. Um, I also noted on the undercard, uh, Michael Conlon returns in an eight round fight. If you haven't seen Michael Conlon yet, make sure you DVR. If you're watching the whole, the whole show, Make sure you watch Michael Conlon. He's 6-0, five knockouts, featherweight, uh, featherweight fight, and against, I'm going with Ebon Lar- Laranaga. That, I'm, that's my swing at that particular name. 
Um, Conlon, and I know I mentioned Prince Nassim Hamed earlier, but Conlon at featherweight reminds me a little bit of Nassim Hamed in the power that he generates for being at this lighter uh, featherweight weight class. I watched his two-round destruction of David David Berna on St. Patrick's Day, and um, like a lot of others who are watching this kid, uh, see the makings of a star. Uh, the Irish crowd loves him. They had him fighting on St. Patrick's Day. Conlon is from Ireland. Um, they had him fight on St. Patrick's Day for a reason, for great marketing. Um, and being getting that type of exposure on a cable channel like ESPN is going to be a big help as he moves forward. So this will be his seventh professional fight. 6-0, five knockouts. I think he, again, has the makings of being a star. We will see as he goes along and uh, the level of opposition continues to grow. Um, I see a lot of great potential in Michael Conlon, and I am eager to watch him again tomorrow night. So, Linares versus Lomachenko is Saturday, May 12th, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock on the left coast on ESPN. Uh, please find us on social media using uh, hashtag 12 round news. You can find the, the website is, under, is uh, under construction at the moment, but that's 12roundnews.com. Facebook, uh, just search for 12 round news, and Twitter is at 12 round news. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, this is our second episode. Um, would you like for me to speak longer uh, on different on the on the topics when we do the fights? Um, I, I have thoughts about maybe adding some trivia and trying to get some interactivity that way. Anybody who listened to our first podcast knows that I, I really think there is a place for a full interactive experience in talking boxing with others I, between a podcast and Twitter and the website and Facebook talking about things and and bringing the community together is what I'd love to to do is just to have our voice be heard that way um so I'd love to hear from you what you think um you'd like to hear in these podcasts um I tried to break down the 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 fight tomorrow night as best I could um and some of you may have a way different opinion on how that fight will go compared to what I have and that's great that's what's fun because we're all going to be watching the fight Saturday and really enjoying a fantastic fantastic matchup um and all of us at the end of the day, we're going to watch and see what happens because it's boxing and one punch changes everything as we've seen time and time again. So that's the fun part. But I would love some feedback. Let me know um, what you think, how we're doing so far. Um, and if you heard the first podcast, the question I put out there was, who do you think is the best fighter in the world right now, pound for pound? And I put out some names of Triple G. Um, is it Lomachenko, Terrence Crawford, Anthony Joshua? Um, maybe wait till after the fight Saturday night and then hit us up on hashtag 12 round news and let me know your thoughts. If you think it's if if uh, Lomachenko has the night that many are expecting, he may that may be the uh, what carries the day for him. But um I will be back and we'll do a post-fight show either Saturday night or Sunday or um, early Sunday morning and, and get that up to you guys as soon as I can. And we'll run through a recap of the action, talk about uh, the lightweight title fight, talk about Michael Conlon and, and maybe look at the uh, the schedule of what's ahead in terms of big fights. I know Terrence Crawford's uh, coming up here on June 9th, so we'll have a chance over the span of about a month to see the top three pound-for-pound fighters between Triple G last Saturday, Lomachenko tomorrow night, and Terrence Crawford on the ninth. That's a great, a great uh, measure of of where people are here at the moment in terms of the pound-for-pound debate. So, 
I'll be back with the post-fight show recap as soon as uh, we're able to get that off the ground. So until next time, this is Rick Evans, and you've been listening to the 12-Round News Podcast.